Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason. And we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. And now it's time to... Hey! Hey! Come here. I said, come here. Jason! Recycle. Mmm. Mmm. You want to hear something sad? What's that? This is our last episode ever. Aw, is it? Of Aww. this. Of this. Oh, well, unless they, unless there's a revival of some sort. <laughs> We're canceling the network. This is the last yeah. episode ever. Ever. Oh. Hey. Hi. <laughs> what is this one called? Re- reboot, re- reboot, reboot, reuse, recycle, Dave. Reboot, reuse, recycle. It's in the, I think it's in the opening like the, the the music or whatever oh good i'm glad i'm glad we say the title of the show in the opening part because it's that would somewhere. be that would be helpful it would be helpful it's for people somewhere hopping it's in somewhere. And trying to give it an old listen listen give it a spin um, i'm one of your hosts david bell uh i'm the second host tom ryman yeah if we're gonna be us. frank if we're gonna put all our cards on the table that's me yeah. that's who i am that's what i'm it's about not- we don't say that mm-hmm. because we think people don't know. It's for like historical sake, right? It's for when these are in a museum. Mm, no, I just say that every sure. every conversation I have, I begin by saying my name. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a good idea to mm-hmm. be honest. Uh, I want to. I want to. It's all about building out. a brand, Dave. It's all about building a brand. It is. Yeah. Listen, I want to give a big thank you to Doctor DNA, Doctor DNA, Woo! who gave us this series. It's been a delight, uh, and if you remember, last episode, we covered the 1932 film, The Mummy. Remember that? I do. I do remember that dusty old fuck. Yeah, and that was the original, mm-hmm. which means we're talking about the remake. Yeah, which uh, means- Otherwise known as the 1999 mm-hmm. film- the mummy yeah dave we're gonna party like it's 1999 today yeah we are the Stephen specifically like it's may of 1999 and we're watching Stephen summers the mummy yeah uh mm, mm. yeah uh great mm. film perfect what? film impeccable film yeah what is what is there to even say about it the mummy. rules i don't know there's nothing what else is there to say i don't know but we're gonna try to say it for the next the next i don't know half hour 45 minutes uh yeah, we have look so, we so, have so, sections so, so tom to buckle help up us in your in your shitty little british biplane uh well and let's fly so into, it, let's fly into this goddamn sandstorm yeah here's what's interesting is uh-huh. we don't have to spend this episode just jerking off a mummy mm-hmm. um we have sections. We have we want to talk about plot differences, and then we have a people comparison, and then we have performance contrast and purpose and the evolution of that purpose. Meaning, like what, like what, what was the point of this film? And then finally, we get to the payoff, which is uh, which one was better. 
And so I guess what I'm talking about here is that we can talk about this movie in context to the original. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously, obviously, everybody fucking loves this movie. Yeah. They better. Obviously. If, 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 you're, if you're living your life correctly, then you love this movie. Yeah. And if and you so, don't love this movie, then I'm sad for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so I guess let's start with, how is this different than the original Mummy? A film where the mummy shows up in the first 10 minutes. <laughs> well, Dave, I'm glad you asked. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's extremely different. <laughs> the mummy shows up halfway into this movie. Yeah, kind of, sort of. Yeah, well, yeah, he does, yeah. Oh, I, I, the mummy is awakened at the halfway point. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, after after adds, a, a tasty little prologue, but yeah. Yeah. The remake, it's weird because the original Mummy, what was that, like an hour 15? It was like, yeah. it was... It's it was barely feature length. Yeah, it was it was, yeah. it was real. It was in and out, that Mummy. Yeah, I would say that like, this still has a lot of those broad strokes of it's that the, Mummy. It's the same basic story, all right? It's a, a priest uh, named Imhotep was cursed uh, because of his love for Anuks and Amun, um, and he was trying to bring her back to life. So he gets this they, horrible curse that they lay on him that also has the side effect of like giving him super God demon powers, which is like, so like right. why curse him? Just like cut his why head off. Why curse him? Just cut why his head curse off. Him? Just cut his It'd head off. It'd be so much. They curse him and then they have to spend 3000 years guarding his, his cursed body. And it's like, this feels like not good revenge. Yeah. It's like if like the, the revenge you take revenge, gives yeah. you more work and gives them superpowers, don't do it. Yeah, just like just don't do it. Just like shove a scorpion up his dick hole. Like that's the, yep. all you need to do. Don't give him a curse. Don't don't curse him with a curse whose side effect is to give him bitchin' ass sand demon powers. Yeah. Like don't do that one. Yeah. Don't do Your that. Your punishment one. is that you're the sandman. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Um yeah, it's not it's not a smart move. Mm-mm. The uh this movie adds the pharaoh murder stuff. Yeah. The affair to make it just like and I honestly think that was a good way of doing it because in the original mummy, uh, he doesn't have sand demon powers, right? Uh, and there's no, there's no one like protecting the curse. No. Like in this one. No. Uh, and so like to add the, he's fucking the Pharaoh's, uh, wife, not his wife. Uh, it's like his favorite mistress or something. Gross. Yeah. Extremely gross. Pharaoh. You know? Yeah cancel hashtag cancel pharaoh cancel that pharaoh the pharaoh Um, is problematic yeah um but like so i i guess what i'm getting at is that it makes more sense to give him this dumb fuck curse if it was like kind of an emotional choice where it was like he killed the pharaoh everybody's very upset maybe in a week they are like you know what now that we think about it we shouldn't have done that yeah we should we should just cut his head off that's what i kept saying yeah, we were all worked up. Listen, we were uh, really pissed that he used the Book of the Dead. So you cursed him with Superman powers? Yeah, I think yeah, the alternative think is... True. Yeah, I think they clearly wanted to use it, right? Because they say it's never been used <laughs> until this Right, and they time. were like scared of using it. Like, yeah. Maybe don't. So they wanted a way. Maybe don't. Yeah. Maybe, uh, but yeah, maybe they did just kind of want to see what would happen. Yeah, I think they do better with... Um, uh, Anoxima Moon, uh, 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 because she's like into it, <laughs> right? They make her more. I mean, they're still. 
Like she, there's the the original. She has that moment where she's like, "I don't want to die." Yeah. Uh, they make it a lot simpler, yeah. which doesn't mean it's better because I do like that in the original. Yeah. But they make her just a bad guy who's like, "Fuck yeah, bring they, me alive, they put me in this lady's body." They streamline it more for the audience, so they add in right. they add in the Pharaoh murder, <clears throat> uh, which was dumb and unnecessary. Like you could have come up with a lie as to why your your shoulder paint was smudged. Yeah, she could have said I fell. <clears throat> yeah, or I got I got an itch. I um, think. Well, no, no. Okay, so watching it again, I do know what the problem is. Is that it's all Imhotep's guards are also in the room. There is priests. Yeah. Yeah. So when he walks in the pharaoh, he's like, "What the fuck are you guys doing here?" Yeah. And so that's hard to explain. That's hard to get. Is like yeah. I fell, and it's like, okay, and what if all what are all these gold motherfuckers doing here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, why are know, there Why are there sixteen gold dusts in your foyer? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they they make him a little more explicitly villainous just to streamline things for the audience. <clears throat> they do. Oh, the, okay. So we'll get to that in the comparison of the characters, but in the in the plot, it's just a fucking lot um well they also had to give it like kind of more modern because you struggled with that a little bit on the previous episode where it was like well why are they so pissed at him and it's like well because he committed a huge sacrilege but it just doesn't land as well i guess for for audiences i'm not sure so they, they give yeah, it i, I a, think it's a good addition yeah they just they add the additional element of well it's specifically the pharaoh's lady and they murdered the pharaohs so that they could be together the audience is like okay i got it that's why everyone was yeah. pissed at them and then, yeah, and so he seems, like, confused about Evie. Like, he, he seems to think she's her yeah. or the reincarnation. Yeah. Which they ruin in the sequel. Ruin that. Because he should look at her and go, oh, that's the Pharaoh's daughter. Oh, we don't, we're not going to talk about The Mummy Returns, Dave. That's not what <laughs> we're doing. Saying. It's not what we're doing. The Mummy Returns ruins that aspect. The Mummy Returns ruins a lot of aspects of a lot of things. Uh, so and, we can- And yet- and yet I enjoy that movie. Mm. Uh, mm. It's not a good movie. Um, but this, the main change, I would say, and maybe we talk about this in the later things, is that this is a fucking adventure movie. This is an Indiana's yeah, Indiana Jones. That will, yeah, I'm sure we'll, we'll hit that point a little bit harder yeah. when, we, when we talk about how successful the films are at communicating the things, their themes. But the original 1932 Mummy is a horror movie, and this movie is an adventure film. Yeah, it's also like a, a very small movie, I would say. Um, I did notice that the opening of the original Mummy, they do that thing that's shot around a model pyramid, and they kind of do an opening like that. Yes. This. Yeah, they do. With they the just Anubis like, statue. they update it. Yeah, they just update it. Um, and, and they do the swooping through the pyramids and stuff. They do what it feels like the original wanted to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, it's it's it would be silly to go over every plot difference, right? Because this movie adds about sixty percent more plot. Yeah. Um, it, it. I mean, instead of it being just a very simple in these museums and stuff like that, we go to temples. We go we go to like all these sweeping action sequences, these big locations, these mm-hmm. fucking plane versus sandstorm <clears throat> there's still there's re- a lot here yeah there's still really only two locations though it's it's still just the hominopter the city of the dead and the pyramid where they find the mummy and then cairo yeah i guess so uh but you know there's a lot of desert in between there you know it's 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 funny how big this movie feels even though there's really just two locations well and you know right. the, the river okay there's more than that 
Yeah, they do. They do what you expect the movie Congo to do, mm-hmm. which is get. They do an adventure of like we have to get there, and then you hit the halfway point and the mummy's awake. Whereas Congo, that adventure is like most of the movie. I don't know why I'm comparing it to Congo, yeah, but you it, know what I mean. Yeah. Well, you you get what I'm saying, yeah. which is like they do this like journey adventure. Um, but they know to make it only last half of the movie. And then the mummy shows up and then we have the actual fucking mummy. Um, but it is like, that is weird to me in retrospect that the movie called the mummy, the mummy only shows up at the halfway point. That's almost something modern movies wouldn't want to do. They would be like, no. And I mean, we know this for a fact because they made another mummy where it's like, no, it's got to come out in the first act. Right. Like, yeah. uh, so this, this movie actually is like, it's it's slower paced uh than you'd expect yeah i would say yeah probably yeah uh and so the mummy itself the powers are different um i do kind of like the original mummy's powers uh of like yeah giving people strokes from afar i get why they can't do this in that in this movie because it speaks to the film's intent the the the, yeah. the original mummy is a horror movie so his his powers are more they're they're less they're less obvious they're less like loud mm-hmm. and bombastic they're more uh they're more sinister or I'm not they're more insidious and they're more like like yeah they're harder to escape yeah and and there there's not like a big effect behind them it's just like zooming in on Karlov's eyes as he choke somebody's heart to death whereas this mummy is conjuring sandstorms and locusts and making turning the water into blood doing all kinds of bitch and shit uh resurrecting a mummy goon squad for brendan fraser to beat the shit out of like and that's because this movie is an action adventure movie it's an indiana jones clone so it's it, it that's the characterization of the mummy and his powers both speak directly to the intent of of, of the two different films yeah i want to move us into the people comparison Mm -hmm. while we still talk we can still talk about the plot because i do want to talk about the big thing is of course boris karloff he is not in this movie no (laughs) uh on account he was dead arnold 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 voslu is the is the the mummy's name in this film um what a big shoes to fill but then you watch this movie and you realize why it doesn't matter because the difference is, is that I think the original mummy is just a vehicle for Boris Karloff. Yeah. It's just, let's look, it's just someone going, look at that stare he does. Let's write a whole movie. Let's around. write a movie around this fucking creepy ass thing that he's doing as this mummy. Right. Whereas in this, the mummy character feels like just some guy, like he's just some guy mm-hmm. who wants to get his girlfriend back. Mm-hmm. Um, who's just doing a bunch of stupid magic that he doesn't seem to fully understand. Uh, and it's really an ensemble. Like it, that's it, the difference. It very much is an ensemble. And that was uh, <clears throat> striking to me to revisit it this time, even though this is a movie I've seen a whole lot. Uh, right. It's, it's always surprising to realize how like, cause you think of this as a Brendan Fraser movie, but like it's, it's still very much an ensemble. Like he's, He's a big, he's a big part of it. Yeah, for sure. And he he came cheap at the time. Yeah, I know that they were trying to they were ironically trying to get Tom Cruise, uh, and he was like, "Snap, talk to me in fifteen years." And they're like, "All right, <laughs> all right, uh, <laughs> give me a, give me a worse movie fifteen years later." Yeah, I'm I'm gonna need a worse movie, please. Yeah. And they're like, all right, uh, but yeah, 
he's what it is is that it's very funny because the original mummy boris Karloff is killing it and everybody around him is like blah to me yeah uh and this is the opposite yeah everybody uh, in this is like this cast just every character just pops you yeah know? it's every character is an upgrade um and i i don't want to come down on Voslu because i it's hard to say oh he sucks he didn't suck he did i think he does a great job as the mummy as well yeah it's more of just that they don't require as much of him right it's, it's more of like the character of the mummy to takes more of a back seat I yeah and i think that's the right instinct because having somebody try to try to to approach this movie the same way as they did the 32 film would have been a mistake because then you're you're automatically kind of handicapping any actor who comes in to try to play the mummy and the way he's done in this film works really well and arnold boss is very memorable for this movie like i mean this is this is the reason why anybody knows who he is is because he's the fucking mummy yeah this and agent cody Banks, of course yeah but yeah um it, it is a really smart instinct because yeah it's like remaking i don't know psycho uh, like that won't that won't go well right <laughs> um <laughs> because it's all hinged like psycho is another movie where yes the other characters are doing a great job but you don't have a movie without anthony perkins Mm-mm. um we talked about this about misery where it's like kathy bates is the movie yeah um yes the movie would have been fine without her people would have remembered it but not nearly it wouldn't be nearly as iconic so like to take something like the mummy and say we're going to remake it yeah you absolutely have to say all right we have to throw out the 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 idea that we have to find a new mummy a new karlov yeah yeah we we don't need fucking anthony hopkins you know like we don't need to try we just we just need to de-emphasize that role Mm mm-hmm and and they did a really good job with that. I should note they were trying to make this for like twenty years, mm-hmm. um, and we can talk about later like all the other versions. There were some fucking interesting ass versions. I remember reading about this version while it was in production, and reading that like the finale was going to involve a whole bunch of mummies. And I remember as my ten or eleven or twelve, however old I was when I was reading about the making of this film. Uh, I remember my preteen self reading that and being like, that sounds dumb. But well, then like you this watch this movie, movie like, oh, this, it, it totally makes sense. Like it makes sense in this, yes. as the finale to this film. But this movie, yes, that's like reading, but it is like reading about like, oh, they're remaking Jaws and they're going to have 10 Jaws in it. It's like, well, that sounds dumb. Yeah. That sounds like a um, mistake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a good comparison because, though, because the, just real quick, that's a apt comparison because the way they de-emphasize the role of the mummy in this film is to essentially turn him into the shark from jaws yes well there was a draft um there was an early draft that they compared him to the terminator Mm -hmm. and i realized oh that never quite left because he is he's the terminator he's He's always coming after him yeah um that's a big part of the movie he doesn't say any lines that are in english um which is an interesting choice um that is Basically, the part of the original that stays true, I feel like, is like the midpoint to right before the third act, whereas there's a mummy coming after us, mm-hmm. and he even shows up at one point like a businessman. Yeah, in Cairo, um, like he does in the original. Like the broad, yeah. the broad strokes are pretty similar in that he's come back to life and he wants to re- resurrect an Uxinamun, and he needs to sacrifice the heroine to do it. 
Yeah, basically, again, from the midway point to the third act is more or less uh, a remake, like is identifiable. It's identifiably a remake remake of the original. What they did is they said, let's do an hour before of like leading up to it because movies are long now uh, and let's spice it up with some action. Yeah, let's add some shit. Yeah, and let's de-emphasize because because we're doing that, the mummy character himself isn't as big of a character. Um, and again, it is very interesting that he comes at the halfway point, I think. Like, obviously, there's the stuff at the beginning that sets it up, but it does feel like movies now would not allow that nearly it makes, as much. It makes it more effective when he shows up, though. It's good. It does. Like, it's, it's one of the things... Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait to ask you that question. But um, yeah, it's it's one of the best things about this movie. Yeah. So, and, 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 and because they add all that extra stuff, you know, in 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 service of, you know, de- de-emphasizing the mummy's character so that, you know, he it, and, and building it out so that it takes longer, they uh, lean into the adventure elements. And that's kind of what ends up turning it into an Indiana Jones movie where it's like, well, if if it's not about the mummy, what's it about? It's like, well, it's about these people trying to get to the mummy. It's about the adventure. And it's like, of course it is. Of course it is. What a brilliant way to do this. Um, That uh, that was something I was going to mention. Yeah. You and everybody thought it was dumb, by the way, before it came out. This movie did not have, it was not hyped. People were not excited for this movie. No, it came out. I remember when it, when it came out, it was uh, it, it was huge that's opening weekend and it was a big surprise like I remember going to see it and being surprised at how much I liked it I was like that was yeah. really good apparently a day after a day after the movie came out uh, Summers got a call from the studio that just said we need another we need another. <laughs> it's like all right <laughs> fine guess we're doing another sure um yeah yeah because I think it's because one of the, when I first watched this movie, I enjoyed it, but I do remember feeling almost betrayed that it wasn't as much of a horror movie as it seemed like it was going to be. Because I, in my mind, I hadn't even seen the original Mummy, but that was an old horror movie. Yeah. And so I expected a horror movie. And so it was like, oh, I kind of came for a horror movie, but this is delightful. Um. I remember, like, I didn't really love it until the second viewing for that reason. Yeah, that um, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, because I was just, I was in the mood for a horror movie at the time. I was like, ooh, we're going to go see a horror movie. And I was like, what? An adventure movie? Um, but, of course, this is a classic now. Yeah. Uh, do we want to talk about cast specifically? The people? It's We didn't really talk about, like... It's not one to one like some of the last ones we did. Mm-hmm. Um, like Brendan Fraser is definitely an upgrade from that weird shitty dude in the original. Yeah, the, I mean across the board, the cast yeah. is an upgrade. I mean it's and it's not one to one. The only the only one Rachel Weiss. Rachel I mean, Weiss on. is is kind of the same character, but not really. Not really. It's it's basically a whole new cast of characters. Similar yeah. s- some similar archetypes, but like a completely new cast of characters. Yeah. We got fucking Kevin J. O'Connor just killing <laughs> Kevin it. Kevin J. O'Connor is Benny, sure. Yeah. <laughs> He's fucking great. Killing it. Um, but yeah, no, n- none of these. The Yeah, the the prime one is is 
the mummy itself the movie and like even that it uh, it it doesn't feel like it needs to be compared because it's and there's it's a, just not the same movie and there's a quick not there's the same. there's a tiny reference there where he, when he comes to cairo to finish uh sucking the soul out of the one dude and he's wearing the, the little mask and his little robes and uh, the guy reaches out to try to like shake his hand he's like nope he doesn't like to be touched and i was like ah that's the original movie oh Remember? yeah because he didn't like to be touched he didn't shake hands yeah that's pretty solid uh all right i want to get into performance yeah um how this movie performs uh versus the original i i feel like it was always leading to this I really, I, I, I think not only is this a better movie. Mm-hmm. Of course it is. Um, yeah. And which, you know, that was supposed to be the payoff where we compare the films. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, it's not surprising. I think it's also a better use of mummies. Because this is the thing is that like Boris Karloff, original mummy, definitely scared people at the time. Mm-hmm. But the concept of a mummy got silly over over time since then. And I honestly think it was silly then because he's like this crusty corpse that I feel like you can take out with a good punch. Um, and so we have this like archaeologist stuff. And I guess maybe it's because Indiana Jones happened between the old mummy and the new mummy. I'm sure that has a lot it, to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. But like you look at the story of the mummy and you're like, of course, that should be a treasure hunting adventure film. What the fuck else would it be? A horror movie? fuck no like obviously it's a treasure hunting plot that's what i think is interesting is that i feel like even the original filmmakers had you showed them this one they go oh that's a way better idea <laughs> why <laughs> well, didn't we do that well, the intent like, it's is such different. a yeah i know the intent is different just starting from that original idea of like a mummy's curse and the mummy comes back and he's going after this lady yes i can see a horror version of that but the adventure version is just so much more fucking uh, pleasing. Yeah, it's more crowd like, pleasing. It's more memorable. It's more fun. Like I get, I I I enjoy the the original Mummy for what it is, and I like that idea. Yeah. I don't even, but I I don't even think that it executed its own idea perfectly. Um, the idea yeah. of like this this living corpse, which is scary. That's a scary idea. I, I, yeah. I love the detail that he doesn't like to be touched because you can feel but his fucking corpse skin. And that I would he's say like, that, Oh, sorry. That he's like lurking around uh, in, in normal society and he could come inside your house at, at any time and you wouldn't even necessarily realize it was him. I get that instinct and yes. how that could be a scary story, but like blowing it out into what the remake is, just man it's i don't know <laughs> it's here's all right it's just the more memorable film it it's the more memorable yeah. film hands down you're i think you're right is that they fucked up the original because what they do like i could see like an it follows style movie mm-hmm. where it's like this thing is coming for you yeah but what they do in the original is they have him brainwash her to come to him um which they show a little of that in this where the people are chanting his name um but that is the wrong instinct for horror you want the thing to come to you. You want a Terminator aspect. Yeah. Um, which again was one of the things they were thinking of when they were making this. There was a there was a point where Daniel Day Lewis was going to play the mummy. Oh 19- shit! Yeah, that was that with Joe Dante attached. Okay. But other other than that, can you guess the types of directors they went to? I mean, if, it was, if Joe Dante was one of them, yeah, probably. I mean, no, no. But besides him. 
they were bouncing back between George Romero, sure. Clive Barker, and Wes Craven. Because they they assumed we have a horror movie mm-hmm. on our hands. Yeah. Like all that's that's the big thing is every other version that they were planning since the eighties was a horror version. The Clive Barker version sounds fucking wild. Uh because of course, of, yeah, of course, course it, it would. Of course it would. Be. I want to see that version. I want to see all yep. of those versions. I want to see every version. Yeah. The the Romero version was going to be like a zombie style film, where it's mummies instead of zombies. Uh, they were all doing what they knew, and then they and then what happened was Babe, Pig in the City, came out, and Universal said, "Hey, we really need a win." <laughs> <laughs> uh and so what happened is that they said you know what why don't we revisit some of those old 30s franchises like we've been planning to do steven summers came in with a fucking uh treatment and they were like yes please god yes uh and that's how this happened so you can thank babe Two, pig in the city and a little um, film but, called deep rising and a little film called deep rising yes um but everything before this what was interesting is that they they were thinking of it based off of that original film. Like it took someone to basically just say, you know what? Let's throw out everything we think about this concept. And it started from Summers realizing like um, mummies are dumb now. <laughs> like that was part of it, I think. Because he talks about how he saw the original film when he was eight and he thought it was like, you know, scary at the time. But then in, in later, he's like, well, f- you know, Frankenstein has like that tragic story. Dracula's sexy. And, and like mummies are just they sort of they're dated. Um, and so part of it was like we want you know, we want like a, a scarier, faster mummy. Uh, and, and, and so once you make that idea, once you're like, well, I want like a fast scary magical mummy it just makes so much sense to go into an adventure film mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it's you know what else steven summers made that before this that makes a lot of sense is that 1994 live action adaptation of the jungle book which right. which took the jungle oh, yeah. book in the same direction it became like an indiana jones movie right uh folks we watched that recently if you haven't watched that in a while go back and watch it it screams the mummy some yeah. of the set pieces are straight out of the mummy yeah it's like it's he was testing out the mummy. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, he he pitched this as Indiana Jones. Um, that was that was part of the pitch here because obviously, mm-hmm. um, and that's why they got, um, you know, they got Brendan Fraser um, because he had that. Um, he compared him to Errol Flynn, like swashbuckling, and it's like yeah. Yeah, he's perfect. I, yeah, he's great. He's perfect in this film. Everyone is perfect in this film. Everyone's perfect. Once they realized what kind of movie they wanted to make, uh, it it just it's so much because that's what it is. Is that you just take that original film and you just make it. That's the MacGuffin plot. You know, that's the Ark of the Covenant. That's that's the 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 fucking magic rocks. The Shankara stones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you just take that lore and you paste an adventure over it and you're like, bam, all we need to do is make sure our set pieces and action are good. Yeah, throw uh, some mummies in there. And our characters are good. And we got a stew yeah. going. Yeah, it just works so, so fucking well. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a perfect film. <laughs> it's a perfect film. Some of the stunts in this are incredible. The part where he gets hung, I'm still not entirely sure how they do that shot. 
Me, it's me not, either, honestly. Yeah, it's not. I know that Brendan Fraser stopped breathing when they shot that scene and they had to revive him. Um, but I don't think it's. Yeah. I don't think it was for that shot. I don't think. I think that's a stuntman. There's this part where when they t- hang him, his body drops uh, and he starts hanging. And I know they have harnesses yeah. to make it look like you're being hung, but that still looks like it really hurt because they drop You're still him. getting dropped 10 feet. Yeah, and I can't tell if it's an effect shot. If it is, it's really well done. Um, yeah, I don't know. Because it, the movie's really well made. Because it's 1999, Obviously. yeah, all the all the stuff that's like digital effects are very easy to spot. Yeah. Um, for the most part, but yeah, there's like shots like that where it's like, I can't tell like there could, there could be an yeah. effect there, but like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of practical stunt work in this and the set pieces that make it, uh, not age, uh, the, the same way that action movies of this era have, have done like the late nineties and into the, into the aughts have aged pretty poorly uh, because their reliance on digital set pieces. This movie mm-hmm. doesn't have that. Um, yeah, it's man. <laughs> it's just a perfect film. I don't know what else to say. It's a perfect film. Well, let's, let's transition into purpose. Yeah. Which is like, what is the point of the film? Mm-hmm. And this is where I wanted to ask this question. Sure. Which is, is this film, the last of its kind man uh and you know what i mean by that right um Um, i don't know let's uh, let's uh, expound upon that a little bit well we're watching the indiana's jones uh recently well one of them Mm -hmm. and like okay so last crusade didn't have too much of a gap between it but like that's that's a trilogy where you get the the first two which were made pretty quick yeah next to each other and then the last one was made i think a few years later but still not that like five uh, and yeah. that's and that's a perfect trilogy and the thing about it is that it's so perfectly paced um it's based off of real stunts um it's the action is done so well and it just feels like again you can see a lot of movies now where it's inspired by that stuff mm-hmm. but it isn't that yeah it doesn't do the thing um and what I find interesting about the mummy films is that you can see in real time the sensibilities of Indiana Jones and then the sensibilities of superhero movies fade in from one to the other. Yeah. This first movie is the sensibilities of that era of action. Yeah. Um, and then you go over to The Mummy Returns and what happened was, I'm pretty sure at least, Lord of the Rings happened. And Weta created a software that could simulate armies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and and so what we're seeing is that this movie was when CGI was so early that they could do some stuff, but they weren't like going to rely on it. Yeah. And then The Mummy Returns happens, and it's these swarming <laughs> armies. It is just CGI. And that's before, that's even before uh, Lord of the Rings even came out. Yeah. Like it came out and the summer he- before that. Yeah, and that movie still has some action sequences of that old sensibility that's paced kind of slow, that understands that it's stunt-based, but largely it's a CGI movie. And then you get to the Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, and that thing's out of its fucking mind. I never even saw that one. I'd say, yeah, there, I'd, it's I'd say there's a fair a amount CGI of... CGI fest. I'd say there's a fair amount of Star Wars prequel in The Mummy Returns, too. Yes, because it was that switch from... Um, and we've gotten a little back to it. We've 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 backtracked a little bit, which is good. But when CGI first came out, 
there was this weird idea of like, oh, this could replace stunts. And it's like, no, it can't. Sure can't. <laughs> yeah. Like, technically speaking, it can, but yeah. you don't want it to. No. Nobody wants it to. And But I, I feel like we never fully got it back. No. I don't and think that's we what I'm getting at is that the mummy feels like the last of that era where we were fully doing action stunts without any help of CGI. I mean, there's obviously CGI in this, yeah, but it was still of that pacing. It was the idea of like the charming games that were played during action sequences. Yeah. You know, him getting shot at and she pulls him away before the other, mm-hmm. uh, just you the, know. the goofy scene in the library. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I These, haven't seen. I, I haven't seen Jungle Cruise, but Jungle Cruise is the thing that immediately comes to mind as being, at least, an attempt to recapture yes. this kind of movie. Yes, but like just from looking at the trailers, I it doesn't seem like that movie was shot outside. Yeah, I have again. You know I, haven't, I, mean? I haven't seen it. I'm just saying that would yes. be the most recent attempt at it. Yeah, even the third Mummy does have some practical stunts. But you, yeah, you, you know what I'm getting at, which is that like even when we were like, okay, let's go back to it, there's still always this feeling of like, it's artificial. You know, Shang-Chi has them fighting on a bus, but the surrounding bus stuff is clearly like, oh, they're on a green screen. Yeah. Oh, it's all CGI. Like it, it never feels the same way again because they're unwilling to do it unless they're making Mad Max Fury Road. Um which I would say Mad Max is does reflect that stuff, but even there, that has CGI in it. But again, CGI doesn't mean bad. No, no, no. And I think, um, I think, yeah, Mad. I would point to Mad Max as yes, as uh, I, uh, within the same. It's not exactly mm-hmm. the same because Mad Max is not an adventure movie. That's what I was going to say. Mad Max. The problem is tone. Yeah. Not the stunts are phenomenal. Yeah. It's like if he was shooting an Indiana Jones like that. Mm-hmm it would be that that idea but that's not what mad max wanted to be no um and so it's just like a shame that there aren't more mad max's types films yeah for indiana <sighs> jones adventure genre i wonder if it's because yeah i mean national treasure but like national treasure is is very different too yeah um what we're talking about i think what we're talking about is practical stunts mixed with fun action mm-hmm Right where where there's again we talk about a game. Yeah. Uh, Sean Connery gets is is in the tank while Indiana Jones is fighting on the tank, and they have to communicate and work together. And he he almost falls off the tank, and he has to whip him, and the tank's gonna go off the side. Mm-hmm. And there's all these things to balance. Um, it still exists, uh, but it's less so like. It's that combination of that and practical stunts, seeing things done. And again, the tank is an effect, like the cliff isn't really there, but I feel like people understand where we're coming yeah, from. I, I, yeah, I, I think that's probably um, clear. I, I don't know. I don't know. This feels like the last one that was a huge hit. Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting to me. Uh so because maybe maybe the message they got. I mean, you know, National Treasure was a big hit too, but it's not. I mean, it's similar. Um, yeah, but it's National Treasure is bad, but I love it. Yeah, but, um, uh, I just think it's a kind of a movie that is hard to do. Um, so we didn't have a whole lot of them before this either. You know, we had Indiana Jones, and that mm-hmm. was really kind of it. So I think it's just this 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 movie. These kinds of movies are very hard to make. I think. 
Uh, and it is it demonstrated by the fact that the mummy is the only good movie in the mummy franchise. And there's a bunch of them. Like there's the two direct sequels and then there's all the Scorpion well, King movies that are all crap. But so, that's the thing is there's three good Indiana Joneses mm-hmm. and they're all the same movie. I mean, it's like, yeah, they're more or less all the same movie. Yeah. And so like, all you have to do is it again. And I, I think, um, I think one of the issues with the Mummy Returns is they should have just had a new Mummy, and they do, but it's not the main Mummy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I still enjoy that movie, but I think a lot of it has to do with like that movie is again the thing that is associated with that movie being bad is squarely on the Rock CGI, the Rock, right? Mm-hmm. Like that stupid it's the CGI bullshit throughout it. It's the bad CGI. It's the kid. It's the writing. It's it's a bad movie, uh, and it's not. Yes. And it's and it's a bad follow up to this film. Um, I think but this I, film I think... just. I I think it just it, it it's one of those rare things, you know, where everything came together. Like you mentioned, they tried to make this movie for twenty years as a horror movie with these different horror yeah. directors. It's just a a series of things that all had to happen in exactly the right way for this movie to to come out. Right. And so I guess going back to what does this movie mean? I, I forget what we agreed the purpose of the original Mummy was, other than just to be, a, be horror a horror movie. It'd be a horror movie, yeah, as a vehicle for Boris Karloff. Um, mm-hmm. And to, of course, like just ignore, you know, all the all the white people mm-hmm. doing terrible oh, things. Oh, sure, yeah. It, it, it yada yada's right over uh, British imperialism. Yeah, and this one still does that as well. Uh-huh. Yeah, it sure does. <laughs> it's... I guess what it is is it's it's weird that this movie is a love letter to old films, but not the Mummy. In part, it <laughs> like is. it doesn't. It, I know in part, but like it's not the main thing it's trying to be. No, it's um, it's more like it's 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 more like an homage in the way that Indiana Jones was like an homage to the old adventure serials, uh, it, like you mentioned, Errol Flynn, the Swashbucklers, and also the uh, Universal horror. Um, so the horror yeah. the horror beats in this movie. Um, aren't bad. Yeah, it's not that the horror is bad in this. It's just that it's just not its focus. It. It's not its intent. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of sequences, and that's really it. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah. not that's not incredible, but it's you know it never scared me, but it is definitely well it's, done. It's grotesque. Sequences. Yeah, he throws some grotesqueries in there. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean there was a studio limit on gore. Yeah, turns out I'm sure. Yeah, there's not a lot of blood in this movie, so they get around. Yeah, they, they they get around it uh, with stuff that's like way worse than mm-hmm. seeing a lot of blood. They did a back and forth with the studio on the on the what the mummy would look like because they didn't want it to look. They didn't want like viscera. They wanted it to be as as inoffensive as they could while still being a mummy. Mm-hmm. Which ultimately, it's like yeah, that's fine. Yeah, sure. It's a mostly dried out corpse anyway, so. Yeah, exactly. It wouldn't have like gore dripping from it. Yeah, in the original it was just some guy with yeah, a little just bit of Yeah, fucking dude with a little bit little bit of wraps around him. You know, yeah. Wrap some cloth around him. He's a mummy. Yeah. But yeah, like like the original this movie doesn't like I don't think it has any sort of grand message to it. I don't think so. Um, um it's just, you know, here's Yeah, it, it's 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 a tribute to old-timey Hollywood. Um, right yeah what i think is interesting is going back to the idea that it's the last of its kind that accidentally gave it a more profound message in my head as being this tribute to like old-timey hollywood 
and fairly recent Hollywood. Like Indiana Jones wasn't that old timey. Uh, and then it ends up being kind of the last of that at the end of the century, no less like it comes out in 1999. So like even Spielberg doesn't really make this type of movie anymore. No. Uh, he, he definitely still like, I would say like Tintin, Tintin for sure. Yeah. The, the action in that does feel very, there's always games. It's very Indiana Jones, but again, it's over the top. It's CGI. It's cartoony. And it can, you know, it's just that's the way it is now. Um, Everybody is a little more superhuman now, you know? Mm -hmm. And this does feel like the last of that. Yeah. I wouldn't Uh, even put, uh, I wouldn't even put the Indiana Jones movie in 2008 in this category. No, I wouldn't. No. It has a couple of sequences that feel old school, but for the most part, you know, they did, they the did mo- things in that movie that didn't even need to be CGI, and they did them as CGI. Yeah. And it's like, come on. Yeah, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, um, you're having a car chase in the jungle. You know what would be cool? If you actually did it with stuntmen, and they still didn't. And it's like, what the fuck, man? You've done harder things in previous ones. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're not um, talking about that movie. Yeah. <sighs> Interdimensional beings. Uh, any other Any other thoughts on this one? Mm-mm. I, I feel like this was a good one to go out on. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have, yeah. I don't know. There's not any, uh, I think it's, I, it, of all the ones we did, what what have we done? We did um, Amityville. We did. True Grit. True Grit. And I think that's it. Yeah. Um, I would say this movie represents the biggest upgrade for the remake and that I we've think, done. Yeah. And I think also, the the best argument for the existence of both i think yes um, because that's what's both, interesting yeah they're both very different films even though the broad strokes are the same story the intent is different and so therefore the filmmaking is very different yeah like the the true grits was interesting because they were they were almost like shot for shot yeah they're so um, close and it was really fascinating to watch that was a really cool one because it was like you slap the Coen brothers on that and suddenly it's like so weirdly different. Mm-hmm. And I would argue their version is better, but they were both very good in a lot of ways. They were kind of neck and neck. Then we did Amityville Horror, which was like, well, this is mediocre. Yeah, when- and then they're like, oh, you have no idea how mediocre it can get. And then they made the remake and it was garbage. Yeah. Just the hottest garbage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then this one is like, they're both very good. And yet they're both completely different, and I would argue that one is clearly way better. Yeah, the the nineteen ninety nine Mummy obviously is mm-hmm. is the better film in every respect. I think, um, yeah. but I still, I you know, I love the nineteen thirty two Mummy. I I, I, I love I, all the classic Universal monster movies, and there's something essential about that original one. Um, the tone of it's yeah. so interesting. Karlov's performance is so interesting. Yeah, um, for sure. It's it's a cool little horror film it's very small scale uh yeah. this movie though is just like a fucking blast it's a cool ass adventure movie it's like it's got all these great set pieces it has this this uh m- very memorable ensemble cast and everybody's killing it it's not yeah. it's not just the brendan fraser show it's there's so many you know rachel mm-hmm. wise is killing it um uh, all the supporting characters are great and memorable um i would have it's just good yeah, I I do think it, it would have been cool if it had like 
like Mr. or Dr. Jekyll show up and like give him the mission, you know? That would have been so like, cool. And, like, that would have been yeah, so like, cool. Yeah, like open dude. it up to like a bigger universe. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been a really strong instinct. Yeah, that's a good instinct is to be franchise uh, conscious. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's yeah the, exactly. That's the, set up a larger universe. Yeah, that's the reason we tell these stories is, is to set up a franchise. Mm-hmm, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I have those, a few those notes, are the movies. Yeah. Those are the movies that last, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna watch that new one. I think just for me. Oof. Oh, uh, just hate watch that. It's it's hard. It's hard to get through. Yeah. Well, you know, I can always shut it off. <laughs> that's true. You have that power. You have the <laughs> yeah. mummy's power to simply turn it off. <laughs> um. I have the I have the power to disengage. <laughs> It is nice. We watch so many movies for podcasts. It's nice to watch a movie where you go, oh, wait, I can just stop. Yeah, this sucks. And then I'm turning stop. this off. Yeah. yeah. And then you just don't, you don't watch the movie and it's great. Yeah. And then you live your life. Yeah. You continue uh, to exist and it's beautiful. It's yeah. a beautiful thing. Well, so this closes out our mini series. Yeah. That's the end. Holy cow. I didn't realize. Oh, yeah. That's it. Six episodes and we're done. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, all you get. it was fun though i enjoyed it i did yeah i learned so it was it was i i like that the 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 films that we chose balanced out the way that we did where it was like one that was neck and neck one where the original was clearly better and then one where the reboot was was clearly better yeah i really like that too because yeah. we didn't plan that Mm-mm. so no cool yeah i like i like things doing stuff much like the the 1999 mummy it's not a thing you can really plan for it's just one of those kind of successes that has to happen organically this is the mummy of podcast miniseries honestly it truly is and i'm glad you said it because i didn't want to say it myself it would sound like again it has to it has to happen organically exactly Mm -hmm. um so thank you dr dna thank you so much this was a lot of fun uh yeah doing all these we did it we did. Uh, it. We rebooted. Um, we reused. We recycled. That's true. That is saving what we did. the planet, one remake at a time. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing. <laughs> that was the grand mm-hmm. plan. No film all goes this. to waste. Every film gets re gets repurposed. Exactly. Gets recycled. That's, yeah. It's econo- It's it's mm-hmm. good for yeah. It's eco friendly. Yeah. It's saving all the movie trees. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This was through our Patreon. If people are interested, they can go to patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed uh we have some exclusive podcasts on there for just five dollars a month you can listen to tom and jeff watch batman fox Mulder is a maniac star trek the next futurama and Spielboys, which you guys will no out cover um one of those indiana jones is on that well uh, probably at least one of them we're going to talk about yeah at least one at yeah. least one uh we also have a store head over to gamefullyunemployed.com where you can find a link to our teespring store where you have where we have i'm sorry uh mm. you don't have anything yet uh, we have a lot of cool original <laughs> artwork and designs that can become yours uh, in the form of t-shirts and stickers and mugs and posters and all kinds of stuff. So check that out. Yeah. You goobers. You goobers. Yes. Go check that out. Yeah. <laughs> Goob on over there. <laughs> Goob on over there, you goobers. Yeah, That's what we always goobers. say. <laughs> uh, ah, man. Oh, man. I'm gonna, now it's time for us to turn into a sandstorm face and blow away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So g- have a good night. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. Bye. Bye. Bye.
That's not my fault. I'm just stating a fact. This guy changes his own motor oil. That's okay. But trashing it here is not. It's not. Ugh.